0: What is up, everybody? You are tuned into the unsportsmanlike podcast with Keen and the Coltrane. It's all the rage. You know the deal. Episode four coming at you. Let's uh, let's just dive right in, man. Today's been wild. Um, it is Tuesday. Today is March 9th. That means it is the last day that teams can tag people, and it's been an eventful Tuesday.
1: I knew that it has. But first, let's get to the big news. Yesterday, I believe. Uh, Dak Prescott finally getting his extension with Dallas.
0: Congratulations, Dakota. You deserve it.
1: What do you think?
0: I personally think that it's long overdue. Um, I mean, you've seen the difference between having Dak this year and not having Dak this year. He brings, he may not be lights out. He might not be the best quarterback on the planet, but he's definitely top 10 statistically. Not only that, but he brings a type of leadership to the team. That just—I mean, Andy Dalton doesn't. Which I guess is what I want to say there, but.
1: There's no need to slander the Red Rocket here.
0: We love Andy Dalton. We're very Andy Dalton pro Andy Dalton on pro this. Pro Andy pack. Dalton.
1: <laughs> we love Andy Dalton. Do we? I don't know. Um, sorry, got a little bit of allergy problem, people. I apologize. I'll try to keep the sniffling to a minimum. It's Missouri in March. Uh, yeah. Um. So, anyway, uh, I'm happy for Dak, even though I'm. I hate the Cowboys. Uh, obviously, I'm a Washington fan. I'm happy for Dak. He got the $40 million a year that he wanted from the beginning. Um, don't know why it took Dallas this long to pay him. And what's really nice about it is being a four-year deal. I mean, he's only going to be 31 when this contract ends. So he'll be in line for another pretty substantial payday, assuming he continues to play at the level he's played at that's fair yeah um
0: whether it be with dallas or not
1: i mean who knows at that point um you got a lot of money tied up in uh Dak, amari cooper and ezekiel elliott now though um so you know i'm sure we're gonna hear all offseason like we do every offseason how the cowboys are super bowl contenders are the favorites to win the nfc east and one in every four or five years, you know, those people are right. <laughs> yep. But I mean it's gonna be the same regurgitation we've heard for the past however many years. I'm sorry, Cowboys fans, I just this is how I feel. It's gonna be hard to I mean, I know he deferred some money this year so they'll have a little room will room to work with, but after this year that contract gets really expensive and it's gonna be hard to put a defense on the capable defense on the field, you're really if you're Dallas and you want to compete, you're really going to have to hit on your draft picks. 100%. It's going to be a while before you can reasonably do anything in free agency.
0: And they're picking at 10, so I mean they have a chance to get one of the top defensive players this year that will immediately make an impact.
1: They really have to nail that pick. 100%. They have to nail that pick because I mean Let's face facts, it, even after Dak went down last year, it wasn't their offense that was playing like crap, it was their defense. They 100%. weren't getting enough out of guys that they are paying decent amount of money to. Like we've covered before, Demarcus Lawrence didn't play as good as he could have. Uh, Jalen Smith has been quite disappointing since he signed his big contract. Then you have, I mean, Leighton Van Der Esch also, I mean, granted he's dealt with some injuries... But you're going to need a lot more from these guys. Uh, Trevon Diggs, second-round draft pick last year, I believe, which I was surprised he fell that far to him. He had an okay rookie year. He started off a little slow, got got better towards the end, and I think he'll do fine next year. But you really, like I said, have to hit on these defensive draft picks if you're going to want to truly compete.
0: That's fair. I think uh, I've seen a lot of like mocks taking, having them take a Trayvon Mooring out of TCU. I think that'd be a good pick for them. I think it might be a little high. That's too high. But if Micah Parsons is there at ten, you take that pick and you run with it.
1: I don't think Micah Parsons will be there. I don't think
0: he is there either. But you never know.
1: I think they could either go corner, like I said, uh, Caleb Farley or Patrick Sutain. Maybe they really like J.C. Horn. I don't know. Or I mean, they'll be in a prime position. To get the cream of the crop of any pass rusher they want, really, in this draft at ten, whether it be a Quiddy Pay, a Greg Rousseau, um, those are really the only kind of two guys who probably could justify a selection that high. Um, Other than that, yeah, I I think the pick for them would have to either be corner or edge, because I mean that's what was really hurting them on the defense last year. I think. Their defensive line as a whole kind of let them down. I think Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander could play better if they get better play from the D line. That's fair. I mean, that just <laughs> comes. <uses. on>. But <laughs> you know, Dallas is going to have a really good offense um, next year. Uh, ever, they're getting everybody on the offensive line back and healthy. I know Tyron Smith's older now, but he's still he's good. still Tyron Smith. Lyle Collins, great. Zach Martin, fine. But, I don't know. The offense is going to be fine. But, again, hit on the defensive draft picks. Otherwise, I will not believe, I will not buy Dallas as a true contender until I see some improvement on the defense. That's just how it's got to be.
0: Right. It's not like Kansas City where they have, like, an average defense, but they're scoring 35 points a game.
1: Uh, Yeah. I don't see that happening. I mean, maybe they could with the weapons they have. And, I mean, here's a scenario. For you. Um, what if Kyle Pitts falls to them at 10? I know you need defense, but... It'd be hard not to take him. I would 100%, 100 times out of 100 if I was a Cowboys. I don't want that to happen. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, your receiving core would be Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, Kyle Pitts at tight end. Who else? I got Blake Jarwin and mm-hmm. Doug Schultz. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard at running back.
0: Tony Pollard obviously being the better receiving threat.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, that's a pick I would absolutely love for them, even though, like I said, it wouldn't.
0: As a football fan, you'd love it, but as a It Reds, would hurt me. Sorry, Washington football team fan. Oh, you
1: can God, can a care. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, we'll talk about that some other time. Um, but, I mean, I doubt Kyle Pitts falls to 10. Again, I'd love that pick for them. Other than that, like I said, just you got to hit on these drafts. That's all I can't can't stress that enough.
0: Was there a guy today that you think should have received a tag that didn't?
1: I saw that Kenny Galladay didn't, which kind of surprised me. I kind of thought that Detro- was the first name on my list. I kind of thought Detroit would want him around as kind of a building block. And really, to me, he's the real winner today out of everything that happened because he went from being maybe the third best wide receiver in the market to the first after, you know, Chris Godwin got tagged, Alan Robinson got tagged, and he didn't. And someone, whether he works on a deal with Detroit or tests the market, someone's going to pay him a lot of money. That's for sure. Right, the injury history.
0: I see a lot of people already tying him to the Colts.
1: I, I like that fit. I think that's a really good they fit. They got a lot of cap space. Um, Said injuries have been a huge issue for Galladay, but I, I mean I like that fit. Uh, what about you? Did anybody surprise you?
0: Um, as a Chargers fan, I didn't like the Hunter Henry not being tagged, but I think that that's more of them working on a long-term deal. Um, I don't think that that's something that they they don't want to tag him. They would rather sign him to a big you know contract that'll <clears throat> excuse me tie him to the team for a couple of years. Um, I don't know, man. There was a couple of them. Kenny Galladay was definitely number one on the list. Oh, God, who was it? Alan Robinson got tagged. That actually kind of surprised me. Um, um
1: didn't surprise me, but...
0: Um, Shaquille Griffin. Shaquille Griffin not getting tagged definitely surprised me.
1: Uh, yeah, I saw that, and I read that Seattle's wants to keep him around. Yeah, apparently,
0: there's. according to Rappaport, they're still going to be working to retain him.
1: Cornerback is a valuable position these days. For sure. And I think he could come...
0: I think so, too. And I don't think that Seattle's going to be willing to pay them with all the drama they got
1: going on out there. Who knows what's going on with Seattle? Um, so let's just go through the list of everyone who received a tag before we get back to people who didn't. Sure. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So we have, from Carolina, Taylor Moton. Doesn't surprise me. They want to keep him around. They're going to want to give him a long-term extension. When you have your franchise tackle, you want to keep him around. Nothing... Shocking there, so I think that one was expected, Um, especially if they're gonna have a new quarterback. Yeah, um, then the Allen Robinson tag, and let's talk about that for a second because I don't think Allen Robinson is very happy about being tagged.
0: Well, as it sits right now, nobody really would want to be. I don't, at least me personally, from the outside looking in, I wouldn't want to be anybody catching footballs from any of those guys in that quarterback room if
1: i'm in chicago right if your quarterback looking into next season if your quarterback appears to be right now nick Foles, that doesn't excite me too much if i'm alan robinson especially he kind of talked openly on different podcasts and such about his excitement of getting to test the free agent market again and now that's not going to happen i know a lot of people actually tied him to uh a reunion with Jacksonville, and I thought that would have been interesting. I
0: think that would have been awesome.
1: Yeah, but maybe it's a tagging trade. Who knows? I've also heard that Chicago currently, and I believe this was from the Around the NFL podcast, or maybe, a, a no, it was the a PFF NFL show, that said a report stated that Chicago currently has the strongest offer on the table for Deshaun Watson, which is very curious to me, considering... I mean, you look at a team like Miami or New York, who people I think have most paired them to, or even someone like a Denver or San Francisco, who would have more to offer, or better picks to offer, and they haven't apparently haven't made, if they've made an offer at all, it hasn't been as strong as whatever Chicago's offering, from what I understand.
0: The big wild card is, no matter what's on the table, Deshaun Watson can say, well, I don't want to play in Chicago.
1: Um, yeah, I guess he could, Deshaun Watson, Alan Robinson would be a little more okay with sticking around. Fair
0: enough. And I'll still stand by the bet. I will definitely still buy the Deshaun Watson jersey if, it, if he ends up in Chicago, as much as I hate
1: that. I mean, I wouldn't own a Bears jersey, but that's just... Well, me. that's
0: how much I think it's not going to happen. But,
1: I mean, Alan Robinson, according to his Twitter account, liked two tweets today. One stating something in the neighborhood of the franchise tag being bullshit. And the other, about how Kenny Galladay is the real winner today. Hashtag freedom.
0: Not a good look, Chicago.
1: Not a good look. Don't think he's very happy with that one. Um, Dak Prescott also got a franchise tag, but that was just a procedural move so that he can't be tagged in the future. So once his contract is done, after the four years is up, he is free to test the market, if he so chooses to do. Um, again, good for him. That's something I kind of expected. Cam Robinson, Jacksonville tackle, got a tag. What do you think of that?
0: I wasn't too surprised by that. Realistically, um, I don't know. It, Cam Robinson's played well enough that you know he was going to be one of the top tackles in the free agent market. Had he hit the market, right? So it's smart of Jacksonville, I think, to go ahead and just keep him
1: around. Yeah, and uh, you got a new quarterback. We're going to assume it's Trevor Lawrence. You got a new quarterback coming in. Uh, you want to keep them protected. Might as well go with some continuity in the offensive line. I could also see them maybe being players for some of the uh, free agent offensive linemen to really try to improve that thing fast. We'll see. Uh, I think this one was the one that kind of surprised everyone. Marcus Williams got tagged by the Saints. Yeah, that was interesting to me. Yeah, it's interesting to everyone because how do they continue to... I mean, they have no money.
0: <laughs> right. We'll see how that ends up.
1: I mean, Mickey Williams will find a way out of this somehow, but I don't know. I guess that's why I'm not a GM okay. because that situation looks like a mess right now but Marcus Williams receives a tag from the Saints good for him that's a good player and I want to keep him around uh, Leonard Williams got a tag from the Giants I kind of expected that they traded a decent amount for him a couple of years back and he's played well for them so again not surprised he would have been the top interior defensive lineman on the market, so maybe he's not happy with that, but who knows. Uh, Marcus May, tagged by the Jets. Did you have anything you wanted to add on Leonard Williams? I didn't. That
0: one was not a shocker at all to me.
1: More about Marcus May. As
0: far as Marcus May goes, they need help everywhere, so may as well keep a little bit of continuity there.
1: Okay. Um, I mean, he's played well, so why not? Yeah, no. It's a good, good player. Good, needed to keep him around. He's a foundational piece for him. For sure. Uh, Chris Godwin got tagged by the Buccaneers. I'm not surprised at all. Not surprised there. Um, Again. That's
0: going exactly how I thought it would. I thought Levante David would get his contract. He did. Uh, I thought that Chris Godwin would get tagged. He did. And we'll see what happens with Shaq Barrett.
1: Yeah. Um, And then Brandon Scherf got tagged again for the second year in a row by Washington.
0: Give that man his money.
1: uh, Yeah, I think they will. I think it's just a move to prevent him from being able to test the market. Because the second tag is $18 million, which is a lot of money for a guard. It's true. I think they're going to try to maybe get that number down a little bit and give them some years. I can't say whether or not I saw this one coming. I thought maybe there was a chance. But Brandon Sheriff will be with the Washington Red Football Team skins for at least another year. And I'm happy about that because... Our offensive line kind of overperformed last year, and he was a big part of that. He was really, a, I mean, he's far and away our best offensive lineman, so it's a good thing to keep him around. And that is everybody who received a franchise tag. Now, let's go over some of the players who did not.
0: I think the biggest one is far and away Aaron Jones. Yeah, but
1: I think the Packers are smart by not tagging Aaron Jones. Again, I'm, you know he. Running backs. It never out well.
0: I think that the Packers will work to retain him, um, just not for... They, they want to make it a team-friendly deal. Um, I think Aaron Jones, if he tests the market, will get a big payday. I think somebody will...
1: Someone will be stupid enough.
0: Someone will go overboard and pay the running back. Aaron Jones has been a great running back in the league for yeah, what it's he's,
1: worth. He's absolutely been dominant for my fantasy team the past couple of years, I think. <laughs> no doubt. He's an absolute horse. Um, but again, I'm... I'll tell you what. I will not be drafting him, at least in the first two rounds next year. Because every time that happens, you see a running back leave and they go to a different team get a big payday. They don't play as well, ever again. That's fair. So, yeah. A little fantasy advice for y'all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, who else?
0: Carl Lawson was a big one for me, too.
1: Yeah. That one doesn't... Um, Necessarily surprise me though. You like said, but the way the salary cap was going to be this year, having to be reduced due to COVID, there was going to be a lot of guys who, and still is going to be a lot of guys who get released this coming week, and our when's free agency start next week? Next week, yep. Yeah, um, might be a little wild this year because a lot of teams got to do some magic to get underneath the cap.
0: That means you, New Orleans. Who else? Hassan Reddick didn't get a tag. That one doesn't really surprise me, but he did come off of a really good year. 12 and a half sacks, 16 quarterback hits.
1: Again, this is going to be another guy who gets overpaid by somebody because everybody needs pass rush, and he'll come out and have like four sacks next year. Book it.
0: Yeah, if we're staying on the pass rushers, Romeo Acquara was another one.
1: Yeah, I I don't think he'll command a huge amount of money, but he's... Quietly been a pretty good pass rusher the past couple of years. And the
0: last year was his best season to date, statistically.
1: Yeah, I wonder if Detroit tries to bring him back, maybe just on a different sort of deal. I'm trying to think who else. Well, obviously we covered Kenny Galladay. That was mm-hmm. the biggest surprise to me. He stayed in Detroit. Um, other than that, like you said, uh, Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith. Johnny Smith. Did mm-hmm. not get tagged. A couple guys got cut today. Malcolm Butler, James Carpenter. Intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler.
0: Oh, God. Why didn't you run? Made one play, and then all of a sudden he's the best corner in the league. Blows my I mean, mind.
1: Titans secondary will be interesting next year. They're going to lo- probably lose Desmond King and Malcolm Butler now going. Yep. I wonder where they go there. Maybe a the draft? Possibly.
0: Maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe to trade it. up, try to get. I mean, J.C. Horn will probably be there towards the end.
1: I don't know Depending about that. on the team, if because I've heard there's some teams that like him as the cornerback one.
0: Huh? I mean, I've seen his pro comp as like Patrick Peterson.
1: I mean, Patrick Peterson in his prime that would be a very good pick. I would say so. Um, so, is that really all we got on the franchise tag? Yeah, I mean, I heard Kyle Long's coming back. Out of retirement? Yeah, he's coming out of retirement. Well, I did not hear that. Yeah. I have not looked at my phone much today, people, so I'm a little behind. I apologize.
0: No stress. Yeah, as far is, as uh, is he coming
1: back to the Bears?
0: No, he's just he's a free agent, oh. so he'll he'll be on the he'll be on the free agent list. Um, Breaking news: three time Pro Bowler, sitting at three fifteen. Absolute name Mauler. He'll end up on a team. Don't worry about it. No, he won't for sure. There's gonna be a lot of guys with names that are recognizable that are gonna be on different teams this year. Um, I think that the guys who got tagged and the guys who didn't. It really changes the landscape of what next year is going to look like because, like I said, there's going to be a ton of dudes with recognizable names on different teams. Um, Like Personally, I think Kenny Galladay to the Colts makes almost too much sense. I think that one would be really solid. I think that's a really good fit for him.
1: Those are the kind of receivers Carson Wentz loves to throw to. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that was really all the excitement
0: today. Nothing too exciting.
1: All right, guys. Well, we're going to keep it short today. Um, we will be back next week after the dust settles from free agency. We'll have plenty to talk about then, but thank you for listening today.
0: Yeah, and uh, like you said, just keeping it short today. Not really too much to cover, um, but like we said, I mean, next week's going to be probably a real solid episode. We're going to have a lot
1: of movement and after next week, just a little preview of what we're going to be doing here. It's going to go into full draft mode until the draft, and hopefully we can get a live draft night kind of podcast deal. We'll see where that goes. You know, I'll be we'll we'll be breaking down each position group going into the draft, and yeah, all that fun stuff.
0: It'll be exciting stuff, man. Be a friend, tell a friend, and other than that, until next time. Bye bye.